Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. All right, and, and and here we are. We're back. It's Santa University. We've been doing this shit for half a decade now. Ooh, wow. Uh, welcome back to all returning Santa University cast members, and welcome to new folks on the block as well. Uh, my name's Jamie Loftus, and um, this is a little tradition we do around here. It's from an 18-hour uh, unproduced, so far, screenplay that I've been sort of taken around uh, town the last uh, the last 10 years you know and, and each year I sort of try to tease a little bit more uh, and and you know we, we get a new look into about 21 pages of Santa University each and every year so at that rate we will be doing this for about 30 years and you know hopefully the next 25 will will go a little better um, I was reflecting on, if uh, if I may, I was reflecting on the first Santa University from uh, 2017. Uh, everyone from the first Santa U uh, is still here. And I was thinking about how on that day uh, I showed up with two diapers strapped to my <laughs> torso. Does anyone remember that? I certainly do, no. Jamie. I certainly Leech do. Fest. I've just been trying to take stock of things recently and... <laughs> Um, you know, today things are things are a little different. Uh, I'm just free bleeding. I'm not using a diaper. So this year at Santa University, uh, we we've got a doozy. Uh, we've got we've it's uh, the the theme of this Santa University. Well, it comes out in the script, but a little hint: it's in papyrus font. 
So, uh, before we get started, we've uh, we've got to meet the cast of Santa University Six, Santa University 2022. So uh, I'm just gonna uh, kick it over to uh, each person and let everyone know uh, what parts you'll be playing this year. And uh, let's get started with with Anna Hosnier. Hi, I will be reprising my role of Gal Santa. All right, prop. Hey, I will be James Cameron's cameraman, and I will be Goth Santa. All right, uh, Maggie. I will be Scab Santa and Prepper Santa. In that order. Okay. Uh, we've got Shireen. I will be Intellect Santa, reprising that, and Ryan O. Santa. A new, a new character who has one line. Uh... Sophie. I will be playing Horse Girl Santa and Rocket Computer. All right, Sarah. I will be playing James Cameron, Skater Santa, and Dead Jack Santa? That's correct. correct. (laughs) Sure to be a new fan favorite. All right, we've got Chris Crofton back on Santa University. Hi, I'm playing Glory Hole Santa. For those of you who don't remember Santa <laughs> University 3, uh, that's a reprised role. It was, uh, it's one of my personal favorites. Chris Crompton doesn't remember doing it. <laughs> I don't recall. I thought I was, I thought I was always cold. But, Santa, uh, but, you know, Santa University has a lot in common with the Avatar movies in that no one remembers what happens uh, from, <laughs> from year to year. Uh, Glory Hole Santa, to refresh your memory, uh, he was the big villain of Santa University 3. You ended up being Lacey Mosley's father. Oh, my Um, God. I forgot that. Yeah, it was huge. It's all coming back. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) It is not. Jack O'Brien. Hey, Jack O'Brien. I will be playing Dean Santa, the old shithead himself, uh, to quote Jamie Loftus. Also, uh, Sarah is Sarah Marshall, and Maggie is Margaret Killjoy. So That's everybody true. knows who those voices oh, are. Oh, everyone was yeah. next to Oh, crap. I just wanted to give full names for the new cast member. It's true. It's tr- And that's on me. It Thanks, is true. Jack. You're welcome. Very Dean Santa of you. <laughs> you really into this role, ain't you there, Jack? Method. You have some new students we'd like to welcome? Um, Jack's, Jack, Jack's method, you guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Miles. Hi, Jack O'Brien, and I'm going to be Dan Santa. What? <laughs> oh man! I was just repeating what you said. Sorry. Daniel Goodman. Uh, I will be playing Boy Soprano Santa, pretty good DJ Santa. I claimed it. Sorry, Ian. And uh, Nathan, for you, recap Santa. <laughs> All right, we've got we've got Caitlin Durante back, reprising another beloved role. No one remembers. Oh, uh, excuse me. Everyone remembers Sully. Okay, Woo! I sure do. As well as arms where his eyes should be. Yeah. Santa. Wow, yeah. two icons. Pun <laughs> intended. Icon. Uh, Joel Monique is back. Hey, I'm playing cool Santa, related but not related Santa, and not like the other Santas. Uh, we got Ian Johnson, uh, another rookie on the SU team. <laughs> I will be playing the best boy, Sopranos boy Santa, and good DJ. 
And finally, uh, returning to reprise uh, two roles, and one that we had an argument about before we turned the mic on, <laughs> it's Robert Evans. Hi, I'm Second Amendment Santa and Knife Santa. Knife Santa, right? Knife Santa, right. But then there's also the Australian Santa. That... Well, I'm going to be Australian, yeah. I've been dusting off. Once I learned that the Australian accent was just a version of the Boston accent, it really fell into place. Oh, boy. Okay, that's, first of all, no, that's a separate true. character, right? Yeah, yeah, it's also yeah, a separate it's a character. character. It's a separate character. It's not a direction. I told all of you to not let him do this. <laughs> Sophie tried to warn you, but now we're locked in. Now we're locked in. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> That character I gave too many lines to. All right, oh, no. here it is. Santa <laughs> University 6. Yay. Woo! All right. Interior, the set of Avatar 4. James Cameron enters, speaking loudly in front of a green screen as a crew works behind him, including all of the actors with all those dots on their faces. Do you really think they use all that stuff? I kind of think they end up using cartoons. Hi, I'm James Cameron. Do you know what I mean, though? There's this really interesting video online of Benedict Cumberbatch playing Smaug the Dragon in one of those Hobbit movies, and he's just, like, covered in dots and hissing at the camera. <laughs> There's no way anyone could have used that for anything other than uh, as evidence for a humiliation kink. <clears throat> and I am one of the executive producers on Santa University. They say don't bet against this guy. Unless you're looking for a decent portrayal of indigenous communities, then bet against him all you want. James Cameron is pissed and rip shit. Look, I've seen the trades. I know Santa University is murdering Avatar 2, water, water everywhere, at the box office. A distant awuga sounds in the distance. Good job, Jamie. Behind James Cameron on the set of Avatar 4, they said if three made a billion, we could just do straight hentai porn. Sam Worthington appears to have fallen off a crane. Zoe Saldana crying? Not my business. Relax. We have a spare. I've been following Santa University carefully since the first 18-hour draft was leaked five years ago. I thought it should have been longer. A musical about a university where 40,000 Santas are admitted every year and only one survives until the end? It's... A panicked cinematographer approaches James and is crying. <laughs> Sir, um, Sam Worthington's not responding. I said bring in the spare. <sighs> That's the last one. That was Sam Worthington's ninth life. <laughs> James Cameron snaps the cinematographer's neck. <laughs> Shut up already. Yes. Santa University grossed $3 billion in its first minute. But I can accept that. It is a superior work of art on every level. It's what I like to call one for the sluts. But it wasn't without its production hiccups. For example. He takes out an envelope labeled sensitive jingle information within. You might notice that people's ages fluctuate throughout the movie. That is because production was put on hold for six years between page 64 and 65 of Santa University when producer Jerry Bruckheimer came onto the production and wanted everyone's teeth removed and replaced with one-foot-tall veneers. <laughs> Insert shots of before and after Santa University actors. Dan Santa with nubby little teeth under a picture labeled 2017 
than foot-tall porcelain monstrosities that appear to be straining the very limits of his shitty face. There are little cuts on the side of his mouth. There's another side-by-side comparison of too many DVDs, Santa, whose veneers have stretched his head so much his scalp is bleeding. Also, he is holding a copy of Inherent Vice. I'll say it. Titanic is no Santa University, whether it's Santa University 1, Santa University 2, about the hacker prom that was only okay, Santa University 3 and 4, which were pretty good but very structurally similar, or Santa University 5, Santa University. Who could forget? This year, in the screenplay, I would cut my own head off to have written myself, oh fuck, oh shit, we find ourselves in that classic movie pickle, the Mamma Mia. A best boy approaches James Cameron with a cell phone. Uh, sir, it's Sam Worthington's mother. She's very upset about the ninth life. James Cameron snatches the phone and screams into it. Oh, grow up! He shoots the phone. Long beat. I'm the best boy. (laughs) The remainder of this page is covered in ragu sauce. In papyrus font, we see the title of this, the worst segment yet, appear on screen. Uh, And Daniel, if you could just throw in some of the theme music from Avatar, because we are are stealing it for this segment of the movie. Um, So just imagine kind of like a James Horner soundtrack. Okay, Santa University 6, Mamma Mia, more like Papa Pia, in space. The theme to Santa University plays like it's a sea shanty for some reason, which is confusing because that doesn't fit with this year's theme at all. Interior, Jingle Cafeteria Day, we're back at Santa U. It's early in the movie Santa University, and the whole gang is eating a hearty lunch of jingle bread? I'm tired. Uh, Goth Santa, 18, calls Gerard Way Jerry because he feels like he knows him. Gal Santa looks at a salad but can't touch it because a woman eating passes the Bechtel test, and Jerry Bruckheimer told me he'd eat me if I let that happen. Intellect Santa, glasses, smart, and a third thing, too. And Dan Santa... Looks like shit, and it never gets old to share with you. Cannot read. Thinks he's enjoying a hot jingle ham sandwich, but is actually teething on three of his own fingers. Interesting. Gal Santa, what's wrong? You've barely touched your plot salad. <sighs> We've been experiencing budget cuts due to the writer of Sandy University writing a music cue for Eye of the Tiger into every scene. <laughs> It's not even lettuce. It's <coughs> piss seaweed. Oh, wow. That's not like the other seaweeds. I'll check if it's piss seaweed. Dan Santa tastes the piss seaweed and frowns. It is piss seaweed. It is piss seaweed. I know. We're going to have so many children together in the sequel. Cool Santa, the coolest Santa in school, who is... Hey, gal, it's me. Cool Santa, the coolest Santa at Santa University, and your boyfriend. Gal Santa and Cool Santa speak in unison. For For now, now, that is. is. In the background of the scene, two other Santas, Boy Soprano Santa and Soprano's Boy Santa, start kissing. Our gang doesn't notice. Word on campus? Or should I say, Krampus? (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Santa is going to get drafted to Santa space today? Really? That's a death sentence. The Santa who sends people to space is a notoriously unstable lunatic with a penchant for human rights abuses. That sounds like a reference to someone. 
No Santa's ever been to Santa's space and survived. Hey, gal. Wasn't your mom drafted to Santa's space before you were born? Yes, but girl can't have mom in movies, so she die. <laughs> oh, wait, I figured out the reference. Of course she did. It's the same reference every movie villain of the last five years has been making, and we're stuck with it for the next decade. What's next? An Elizabeth Holmes pastiche? Fucking try me. Anyways, the soprano Santa smooch in the background and sing a song called Love Me Al Dente. Please love me al dente. Love me firm to the tooth. <laughs> Hey, just love me al dente, like some pasta fugul. That's really great. Uh, Dean Santa, the dean of Santa University, the old shithead himself, bursts into the cafeteria, kicking the door down. He's wearing military regalia, just like in the Santa Claus 2 when Tim Allen militarizes the North Pole, and we were like, awesome, sure. The Santa space draft has been chosen. The door he just kicked down flies across the room and beheads the boy soprano Santa. He hits one last high note. It's very beautiful. Soprano's boy Santa falls to his knees in horror. My boy, Dean Santa, my... Dean Santa throws one of those scary sharp little stars, note to prop master, Google this, and it lands in soprano boy Santa's neck. Dan Santa gasps, but everyone else cheers. Knife Santa claps, not realizing he is stabbing himself with his own knife. What amazing leadership. Something is not quite right about this place, but I can't quite put my finger on it just yet. Still early in the movie, Dean Santa strides over to the table and slams down an envelope. Sensitive jingle information within. Dan Santa, can you tell me what that says? Sir, he can't... He... I know damn well what he looks like and what he can and cannot do, and that is why... He pulls out the piece of paper. It's identical to the acceptance letter Dan Santa got from Santa U. It's actually the same letter with a bunch of things crossed out, and Dean Santa struggles to read it. Greetings, Dan Santa. We know you did not apply to Santa Space Force University, but regardless, we have drafted you. Please re port to the nearest rocket and bring peace to the war-torn country of UMass Dartmouth. <laughs> what? There's a war? Why is only Dan Santa being drafted? Figure this out later. But UMass Dartmouth is close by. No, it's not. First, I get fired from lids. <laughs> now, I'm getting drafted to space. What the freaking heck? Well, Look at it this way, Dan Santa. It may, by page 67 I think it, of it may Santa be. University. Wait, let me read that again. I think it's a typo. Look at it like this, Dan oh, Santa. Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, leave this like, in. What? It's a big 5,000 typos. I was like, wait, what does it say? Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh, is this incoherent? It may be. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Look at it this way, Dan Santa. It may be page 67 of Santa University, but the stakes are still rising. Thanks, my close associate goth. Please keep saying that, or the writer of Santa University will forget, and I will be killed off. A sword descends from the ceiling, barely missing goth. 
Thanks for the reminder, Dan Santa. You are welcome. He walks over to Gal, who makes eye contact with him and gags a little. <coughs> oh, hey. Um, so I'll be back, Gal Santa, to slowly grind you down into being my girlfriend between pages 160 and 407 of the Screenplay Santa University. He's dragged away by the Jingle Bailiff. Remember him? No? Oh, that's fine. Santa University 4. Uh, Gal Santa sighs to Dean Santa. <sighs> My mom died her year at Santa University. She lived until the very end. Do you? Do you ever feel bad about killing her dad? Oh, shut up. You're right. That was out of line. Who gave her that emergency C-section, huh? I think it was the elves. Well, at least we could have a relaxing lunch now. The vibe in the cafeteria shifts abruptly. With Dan Santa gone, the writer of Santa University sort of forgot what to do with everyone else. Um, okay, let's try something. Gal, I read your mother's old diary, and there are two other Santas who might be your father. Mm. Gal nods and decides to raise the stakes a little herself. I need to find out who my real father is in the next ten pages of the whole movie Santa University, or my whole body will turn to goo! Ah, yes, the little Chernobyl from Santa University 4. Intellect Santa gets a little excited at the idea of a Mamma Mia situation. Who would have thought? She wears glasses, so most assume she computer. It's a Papa Pia! Bring in the daddies! The DJ Santas, good DJ and pretty good DJ, let the actors decide among themselves who is who and pause the broadcast to have them explain their reasoning. Enter with turntables, and they start singing Mom Santa Bimbo Era. Their beats are, they're fine. So wait, could you really quickly explain why, um, Dana, why you're pretty good and, and why Ian's good? Um, <clears throat> yes, uh, Ian, Ian has a better sense of uh, I know what... the answer, but I want to hear what Daniel says. Wow. <laughs> oh. Ian started, <laughs> Ian started DJing long before I did and has so a better sense of what the, what the crowd wants to hear. I'm just very excitable and good on mic. Are you? That's oh. fair. Oh, humble. No, it's good. I was just going to say, because I feel like white men have had enough. But but Dan's answer was good, too. Dan's answer was good. There you go. Okay, good. You guys can hash this out off mic. For now, we've got you've got a song to sing, and it's Mom Santa Bimbo Era. Best of luck. Mom Santa Bimbo Era. All the Santas they were scared of. Mom Santa Bimbo Era. Glory Hole and Michael Sarah. Just kidding. Not that last one. He meant Second Amendment Santa. That's right. My bad good DJ. I'm just a pretty good DJ. Mom Santa Bimbo Era. I wish I were 20% better at DJ. (laughs) The potential daddies emerge. It's Second Amendment Santa, who we know dies at the Santa prom later, but he doesn't know that yet. All he knows is he's heavily armed and had sex with Mom Santa once. Well, 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 if it isn't Gal Santa. Second Amendment Santa? I thought you were a student. I don't remember, and the writer of Santa University spilled a carafe of cheddar broccoli soup on the page of the screenplay that specified it. Then there's Glory Hole Santa, who we will later learn committed murder. He does know that. He's already planned it. Stop the wedding! He realizes there is no wedding happening and tries to play it off like nothing happened. He even brushes his hair off his forehead all casual-like. But he's bald! Feels nice to get a slurp of fresh air outside the old glory hole. 
<coughs> coughs up a hairball? It takes a while. Pretty exciting, huh, gal Santa? I'm cool Santa, by the way. End of scene. Exterior, Santa University Space Station. Note, this scene takes place after the Bruckheimer Veneers incident. So the actor playing Dan Santa is both seven years older and 40% big teeth. It's an improvement on his looks, but he still looks like shit. Everyone in the scene has such big, fake, glass, scary teeth that theaters should expect a lot of walkouts during this scene. Dan Santa enters the Santa Spaceship Field, an area outside of Santa University. Script note, all rockets should be functional and built to scale. To make sure no one's cutting any fucking corners, I will be personally blowing them up for B-roll later on. Maybe this chance to <laughs> get out of Santa University for good. Maybe I can get a job at Space Best Buy. Well, look who it fucking is. Sully, the terrifying fucko from Boston who once fired Dan Santa from Lids, leans on the side of the rocket. Dan Santa is dismayed. Not that he could read a word like that. Sully? What is that? Sully notices Dan Santa and slaps the flat brim of his Bruins hat. He slaps it, slaps it, slaps it. And each time he slaps it, it changes color? Can Sully do magic? We don't have time to know, but his teeth are so big now. I've seen you've been drafted into the Santa Space Force along with these other highly killable B characters who have been on the same Google Doc list for years. He gestures over to the other Space Santas, who should probably just be wearing proper spacesuits, but are just wearing crop tops. There's horse girl Santa, offensive Australian accent Santa, dead jock Santa, woke Santa, this one would have sucked, uh, scab Santa, really long recaps of old episodes of Nathan For You I've Already Seen Santa, and Santa who is convinced you're distantly related but you're not actually related Santa. The whole gang. This has to be a mistake. I'm the protagonist of Santa University. Sully laughs. <laughs> he keeps laughing. <laughs> He can't stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Sully, snap out of it. (laughs) Uh, That's no way to speak to your general manager. No, what? That's not. That's a great line. That's a great line. It stays. But Sully notices that a woman has spoken to him. (laughs) But you are so fucking beautiful, by the way. (laughs) Dan Santa. Offensive Australian accent Santa wants to say his name, too. Dawn Sweater. I told you not to give him that part. Not even close. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's Dan Santa. See? Hey, that was pretty good. That was actually Found it. That was pretty good. I think James Cameron can speak to That's just kind of part of the process. Sully pulls Dan Santa closer to him. His hat changes color again. What the fuck is going on with his hat? Let me tell you something. We're opposites, buddy. You fucking hear me? I look like piss, and I can read. And what I've been reading in Santa University so far makes it seem like old Sully has become a bigger fan favorite than Dan Santa himself. 
And when Santa's get sent to fight at UMass Dartmouth, <laughs> he does a performative neck cutting gesture, but the noise he makes to accompany it doesn't match up. <laughs> he makes a sound like a truck backing up the beep noise. Beep. <laughs> it's confusing and the other Santas start to panic I'm not ready to die I, I actually am ready to die so the whole show is a rehearsal right? <laughs> hold on I don't think you're getting it get out of here Dan Santa you weak son of garbage the Santas load up onto the rocket all very nervous because the rocket is about to explode whoops spoilers Dan Santa will be fine though sorry spoilers again Interior, the rocket, continuous. Studio note, this scene was shot pre-Bruckheimer. Dan Santa's teeth look even smaller than usual. <laughs> the rocket is named after Cornelius Santa, someone that no one knows anything about, including me. The name has bad vibes, though. You're flying this thing, right, horse girl Santa? Yes, Sully said that flying a rocket is just like riding a horse. What's up? <laughs> So your last name is Santa, huh? So wild, my last name is Santa. Did you ever happen to... The hatch shuts, and Dan Santa takes a seat on a lawn chair that seems available. He's sitting next to Nathan Recap Santa and is extremely uncomfortable. So this one is a bit of a send-up of popular dating shows on network TV, but there's a bit of a twist, and it's pretty cerebral. I can't do this. (laughs) Before Nathan recaps Santa can start to recap the gas station rebate episode, Dan Santa paces away as the rocket grows louder. In a panic, he heads to the cryo chamber, separate from all the other Santas. Horse Girl Santa can be heard over the loudspeaker. All right, everyone. I'm going to count down from five, then we'll take off. One. <laughs> two. It's counting up, mate. Dean Sauna. <laughs> Not Dan Sauna. Santa. As they say in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Robert just created a character for Santa University 7. Dan Sauna. <laughs> yes, Sauna. Oh, shit. Oh, crap. That's right. My woman brain is very small. Okay, let's try again. Uh... Too late! The rocket's already taken off and immediately explodes! Studio note, must explode rocket with actors inside. If I see a Hollywood Reporter article about how anyone made it out, I will have sex with the tailpipe of my car! Except for Dan Santa, of course. The cryo chamber breaks off the ship, sprouts wings, and continues to shoot towards space. In the new tiny spaceship, Dan Santa giggles. <laughs> I knew it! I am the protagonist of the movie Santa University! Where to, computer? He looks to the control panel, which is covered in labeled buttons. He frowns. Where to, computer? Ugh, terrible. (laughs) The rocket computer? Is this a thing? Just kidding, you don't have to check. Talks back to him. Please read instructions, then enter destination. Dan Santa raises his arms to the sky. Still can't read! Script note, Dan Santa's inability to read has nothing to do with a lack of access to higher education, nor does it have anything to do with a learning disability on the part of Dan Santa. It is simply attributed to, wait for it, bad writing. 
Heading to Planet of Lost Santas. Ooh, exciting cliffhanger. Exterior, Santa University Space Station, continuous. Sully shakes his head as he sees Dan Santa's tiny rocket continue to fly upwards as the Cornelia Santa spaceship continues to blow up, body parts and glass <laughs> teeth falling right and left. God damn you, Dan Santa! <laughs> Sully's co-worker, Ryan O'Santa, shows up. He is exactly like Sully, but one inch taller, so Sully can't stand his ass. Damn, Sully, what happened? You think you're better than me? (laughs) (laughs) Exterior, the planet of lost Santa's day. Studio note, teeth big again, frowny face. (laughs) Dan Santa's spaceship lands on the rough terrain of the planet of lost Santa's. It's a little dark, a little dirty, but at least the sun is out all day and all night, so it's also very disorienting, and it feels like shit to be there. You have arrived. Damn! How the heck did you know where to bring me? The writer of Santa University only has two hours to finish writing the script. (laughs) Dan gets out of the ship and looks around in the blinding sunlight, finding three figures in the distance. It's the Doomsday Prepper sisters or possibly wives. It's a bit unclear, and we're going to really play that up in the marketing. They look into the distance. It's Skater Santa, a tall and willowy roller skater who makes a beeline for Dan. Not like the other Santas, who has kind of this bangs thing going on, not sure. And Prepper Santa, who's fully armed and gives Santa a cute little look. Are you seeing this robot computer? Maybe they know where the Best Buy is. But the rocket computer is gone because they forgot to put it in the shot. It'll be back, though, and it will be jarring. Dan Santa tries to wave the girls down. Hey, 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 hey! Come here. I'm the protagonist of Santa University. Skater Santa gets to him first, skidding to a stop and getting a bunch of fucked up space dust into Dan's helmet. He coughs at first, but then realizes it tastes good and just kind of licks the inside of his helmet instead. So he's kind of hard to see for the rest of the scene. Like nerds or something. Did you say Santa University? Hi, I'm Dan Santa. I, okay, but did you say Santa University? Hi, I'm Dan Santa. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Skater Santa turns to not like the other Santas and Prepper Santa, who are right behind her. I don't think we should talk to him. Word can't get back. What did he say? I love strokes, by the way. <laughs> he said Santa University. Prepper Santa looks at Dan Santa with curiosity. Attraction? It couldn't be. After all, Dan Santa looks like blank and can't even so forth. <laughs> and yet, she gets close. Did you say Santa University? Hi, I'm Dan Santa. <laughs> Sorry, could you... Could you lick an area of the helmet clean so I could get a better look at you? Dan Santa is all too happy to lick a helmet. He is very fucking weird. Pepper's eyebrows raise. So you come from Santa University. Is that true? Dan Santa still does not give a straight answer, but his voice is more methodical, lustful this time. It is gross for the audience to see, and we all wish that Pepper Santa had higher standards. Hi. I'm... Dan Santa. (laughs) They say it in unison. You're not in love unless you say it in unison. I'm I'm in love love as hell. hell. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
a jaunty piano ballad starts playing the jukebox classic, You Better Not Fuck Dan Santa. Oh, you better not fuck Dan Santa. I don't care how lonely you are. It doesn't matter what he looks like or what he can't do. But we've already come this far. No, you better not fuck Dan Santa. We've been hiding for all these years. You'd have to give Dan Santa our canned goods. And those powder meals you say are good, but we can all agree aren't good. Uh. They've got a Ronettes thing going on, and I think that read in the performance. Dan Santa starts licking his helmet to the rhythm as Prepper hits him with the bridge. <laughs> Who says that I'd fuck Dan Santa? Women characters can do lots of things like... like she searches um, for something, like, but she can't uh, think of anything. The writer of Santa University has had so much time to learn a single thing about women. What the fuck gives? Prepper Santa's silent for the rest of her verse, then just starts again. Girlies, I'm going to fuck Dan Santa. Cha-cha-cha. Skater and not like the other Santa laugh. Cross their arms. <laughs> push Dan Santa to the ground a little ah. harder than intended, but then just start the kicking him because it's fun. Ow. That's our prepper. Let's get out of here, Dan Santa. I need to give you an important plot point about the movie Santa University. I knew that's what he said. Wait, what about the Papa Pia? There's only 20 minutes before Santa University starts recording. Oh, shit. Smash, cut, two. Interior, jingle cafeteria, day. The students of Santa U are enraptured as Gal Santa's three potential fathers stand at the front of the auditorium. In front of the jingle guillotine. Intellect Santa paces back and forth in front of the three nervous-looking fathers. Dean Santa, Second Amendment Santa, and Glory Hole Santa. <clears throat> I would like to repeat the stakes of the scene as some people have been getting confused. Arms where his eyes should be Santa walks into the cafeteria, a little late for lunch. He gasps. <gasps> oh my god, boy soprano Santa and soprano's boy Santa are dead. <laughs> we don't have time to revisit that plot point. At least they died together. It's what they would have wanted. Dean Santa shoots arms where his eyes should be Santa. Not mortally, though. He's a fan favorite. Thank you, Dean Santa. We will now have the three potential fathers of Gal Santa sing for their lives and for their paternity, or... She points to Gal, who's looking a little goopy. Remember that? Gal Santa will turn to goo if she doesn't learn who her father is. Also... She points to the jingle guillotine. Studio note, jingle guillotine must cost $3 million. I don't care how you do it, just do it. Anyone who isn't the father will be beheaded. That was my idea. Cool, Santa. You're the funniest guy I know. <laughs> Who would like to begin? Dean Santa raises his hand, and Gal Santa whoops. Woo! Go get him, Dad! Convince me I'm of your flesh! <laughs> Dean Santa gets up to the mic and puts on his tap shoes. This is his moment. He has arrived. He improvises the whole song? <laughs> uh, so, quick notes, uh... Dean Santa's moving. So here's where Dean Santa's song, it, it's a moving, little bit funny and heartwarming appeal to Gal Santa as her father that also references the fact that he killed her mother on purpose <laughs> and would do it again if given the opportunity. And it goes a little like, like this. 
Okay. <laughs> 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 Written specifically for me for my strong improv skills. <laughs> Gal Santa, you are my daughter, or at least I think it's true. Gal Santa, you are my daughter, and I killed your mother while she was making you. And that is, uh, and then fast forward a couple, like 15 minutes. <laughs> and that is why we are here to learn if you are actually my daughter. Yeah. No one knows how to feel about Dean Santa's song. <laughs> I loved it. The gal loves it. She tries to clap her goopy hands together. That was bloop, beautiful, Jack. Bloop, bloop. He's just practicing radical honesty, everyone. That's what he always said when he threw jingle bells at me at my ballet recital, saying if I was any good, I would let Mila Kunis kill me with a piece of glass like Black Swan. Now everyone just sort of feels bad for Gal Santa. I'd like to go next. Oh, God, this character is extremely polarizing. And yet, Second Amendment Santa comes to the stage and improvises his whole song. Unfortunately... <laughs> Second Amendment Santa appears to have forgotten the assignment and sings one too many verses about different times he almost accidentally shot his own arm off and one time where he actually did. And that song goes something like this. Oh, a gun is a lot like a penis. In this metaphor, the bullets are calm. Anyway, I don't think I've ever technically had sex, but I accidentally shot a jogger through my bay window once. Maybe that counts. This, this song goes over a little better. <laughs> Second Amendment Santa then shoots down a jingle chandelier where it falls and crushes three nondescript Santas. That's what you get for looking at my daughter. So he did know what the song was supposed to be about. Glory hole Santa, Dean Santa killed my mother for me. Well, not for me. I guess for fun. Second Amendment Santa killed three teen Santas who weren't even looking at me for me when they weren't even looking at me. What do you have to say? Stop. The wedding. <laughs> A soft piano ballad starts playing from nowhere, and he steps forward to the mic. He, what if I wrote his song and no one else's? No, that would be mean. He improvises the entire song. Some facts about this song. It's a ballad. It's about how Glory Hole Guy had always wanted a daughter. For many long dark nights in the Glory Hole, he wept, dreaming of the day his Glory Hole sentence, unclear what this means, would end, <laughs> and he could go forth and sire a Santa of his own. He was so in love with Gal Santa's mom, and yet the song goes something like this. I wish I'd had a daughter, but I had... To suck whatever came through the hole because of the things I did, which I will not say, but it's a long time I have to suck things, and I wish I had a daughter. Um. <laughs> At the end, everyone is crying. Oh, weird. <laughs> We are really on Glory Hole Santa's side. This will change later when he is revealed to be a stone-cold killer in the plot of Santa University 3, but for now, 
Oh, hell yeah. We're rooting for him. I don't care if you are my daughter or not. I want to be your father. There's enough room in the glory hole for us both. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Exterior. The planet of Los Santas later. Prepper Santa and Dan Santa lay in a pile of post-coital fuck bliss between carefully organized tools, canned goods, and whatever else preppers do. I quite honestly do not fucking know. <laughs> Generators, maybe? Dan Santa, that was the greatest sex of my life. Prepper Santa, I am in love as hell with you. But it's... She sits up, knowing exactly what he's going to say. After all, she is an actor playing Prepper Santa in a movie. What are you going to say, Dan Santa? When I tell Gal Santa I'm in love as hell with her, it's because it's the line in the movie Santa University that I am the protagonist of. But when I say it to you... Yes, Dan Santa? Oh, sorry, that was the end of the sentence. Oh, I think I got it. Hi, I'm Dan Santa. (laughs) Dan Santa, I don't think you look like shit. And I don't care that you can't read. I love you just as you are. That is freaking nuts. I'm so weird and hard to be around. (laughs) But this, this can never be. I only have so many cans. And my sisters, or my, my wives, or whatever. It's, it's, it's hard, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to tell. It's, it's for marketing. Oh. But they'd never accept our love. We've been living here for so long after escaping Santa University, and I just, I can't go back. Could you, could you give this message to Gal Santa? She gives Dan Santa an envelope labeled, Sensitive Jingle Information Within. He squints at it. Oh, okay, but you know, I, I won't be able to read it. Well, we, well, you shouldn't anyway, right? It's not your mail. What? You, you shouldn't read other people's mail. Oh. Wait, what? Prepper Santa gives Dan Santa one last deep kiss and licks his helmet for good measure. Don't let them get you down, Dan Santa. I just know you're going to make it to the end of the movie, Santa University. I'll always remember you, Prepper Santa, unless too many other things happen. Because, you know, my head is really small. Interior, jingle cafeteria, moments later, really rush into the finish here. Studio note, everyone's teeth are different sizes now. It's really confusing. When was this scene shot? As the three gal Santa dads stand, Dan Santa runs into the jingle cafeteria with the envelope. Stop the wedding! He brings the envelope over to Gal. Gal, I have no time to explain because Stanley University is recording in one minute. But this message is from a person I just absolutely raw dogs on another planet, <laughs> even though I love you so freaking much canonically, and you need to read what it says. Okay. She opens the envelope. Dear Gal Santa, this is your mother, Prepper Santa. I'm thrilled to announce that after escaping Santa University after Dean Santa thought he'd finished me off, I joined a coven on another planet and I'm doing very well. Please don't worry who your real father is. They are all chode losers with boring interests, and you're better off on focusing on what really matters. Winning the year at Santa University. Love, Mom. P.S. I had sex with your boyfriend. He is not good at it. (laughs) Everyone is on the edge of their seats. Goth Santa falls off the edge of his. Everyone wants to know what this letter says. Hey, hey, what did it say, Gal Santa? 
Gal Santa looks to camera. It's her villain origin story. Bet you wouldn't have guessed that. Oh, nothing, Dan Santa. Nothing at all. Everyone's disappointed. <laughs> oh. I guess it's just another year at... Santa, Santa, Can we get the accordion going? Santa University. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.